0: Part 1. Philosophy Imagine that we're generals going into battle, or athletes before a big game. To perform at our best, we must mentally prepare ourselves for the challenges ahead. It's time to develop our secret to success, a minimalist mindset. This section is all about attitude. Before we can take control of our stuff, we need to change our relationship with it. We'll define it see it for what it is and what it isn't, and examine its effects on our lives. These principles will make it easier for us to let stuff go and help prevent more stuff from coming in the door. Most important, we'll realize that our stuff exists to serve us, not the other way around. 1. See your stuff for what it is. Take a look around you. Chances are at least 20 or 30 items are in your direct line of vision. What is this stuff? How did it get there? What is its purpose? It's time to see our stuff for what it is. We want to name it, define it, and take the mystery out of it. What exactly are these things we spend so much time and energy acquiring, maintaining, and storing? How did there get to be so many of them? Were they multiplying while we slept? Generally speaking, our stuff can be divided into three categories. Useful stuff, beautiful stuff, and emotional stuff. Let's start with the easiest category, useful stuff. These are the items that are practical, functional, and help us get things done. Some of them are essential to survival. Others make our lives a little easier. It's tempting to think that all our stuff is useful, but have you ever read a book on survival techniques? It's illuminating how little we actually need to keep ourselves alive. A simple shelter, clothing to regulate our body temperature, water, food, a few containers, and some cooking implements. If this is all you own, you can stop listening now. If not, join the rest of us and press on. Beyond the bare essentials are items not necessary to survival, but still very useful. Beds, sheets, laptops, tea kettles, combs, pens, staplers, lamps, books, plates, forks, sofas, extension cords, hammers, screwdrivers, whisks. You get the picture. Anything you use often and that truly adds value to your life is a welcome part of a minimalist household. Ah, but remember, to be useful, an item must be used. That's the catch. Most of us have a lot of potentially useful things that we simply don't use. Duplicates are a prime example. How many of those plastic food containers make it out of your pantry and into your lunch bag or freezer? Does your cordless drill really need an understudy? Other things languish because they're too complicated or a hassle to clean. Food processors, fondue sets, and humidifiers come to mind. Then there are the just-in-cases and the might-need-its, biding their time in the backs of our drawers, waiting to make their debuts. Those are the items whose days are numbered. Intermixed with our useful things are those that have no practical function, but satisfy a different kind of need. To put it simply, we like to look at them. Throughout history, we human beings have felt compelled to beautify our surroundings— as evidenced by everything from Paleolithic cave paintings to the pictures hanging over our sofas. Aesthetic appreciation is an important part of our identities and should not be denied. The brilliant glaze on a beautiful vase or sleek lines of a modernist chair may bring a deep and joyful satisfaction to our souls. Therefore, such items have every right to be part of our lives. The caveat, they must be respected and honored with a prominent place in our homes. If your collection of Murano glass is collecting dust on a shelf, or worse yet, is packed away in the attic, it's nothing more than colorful clutter. As you're taking stock of your possessions, don't give an automatic pass to anything artsy. Just because it appealed to you one summer's day at a craft fair doesn't mean it deserves a lifelong lease on your living room mantle. On the other hand, If it always brings a smile to your face, or if its visual harmony gives you a deeper appreciation for the beauty of life, its place in your home is well-deserved. Now, if all the stuff in our houses were either beautiful or useful, this would be easy. But as sure as the day is long, you will come across plenty of items that are neither. So where did they come from, and why are they there? Nine times out of ten...